got so much going on, what's hurting? I don't want no sympathy, I'm so close. Did it all up on my own, I broke curses. Should I drown in misery or keep going for it? I've been questioning the world like what's certain? I can tell you what's real, so don't fall for it. Spending hundreds every day like I'm splurging. But the money root of all, I got numb to it. And it's take fleece for the whole week. Flipping balls of the tree, but I know that I want more. Remember Coach Priest, bad them cold feet. If I want to succeed, gotta go and just run for it. Cheap thrill, trees and nightmare, there's no meat meal. These fills, pay attention to the detail these days. I just feel we don't relay each day. I'm just trying just to be here. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to the Amateur Expertise Podcast, where I, your host, Ben Malloy, will peer into people's passions and get to know these amateur experts and why they pursue the passions they do. The song you just heard is I Don't Even Know by Rye, a local artist from Cincinnati. He can be found on all major platforms under the name Rye, R-H-Y. Go check out his music if you want to support local artists. Welcome back to another episode of the Amateur Expertise Podcast. My name is Benjamin Paul Malloy, if you didn't hear it the first time. And today, I have my beautiful guest with me, my very good friend, Ben. Oh, yeah, this is the part where I start with my name. Uh, yeah, uh, my name is also Ben, uh, so that's going to be confusing for all eight of you at home. Mm. Um, but no, yeah, my name is uh, Ben Kokenauer. I am a junior at the University of Akron. A double major in sales and marketing. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me on what I'm going to call Between Two Bends. Yes, welcome to this feature podcast called Between Two Bends. Um, so thanks for being here. Um, and just kind of what we do is we're just going to sit down and talk about like things that you're passionate about and that, you know, like my kind of interest towards them and you kind of educating me on it. And so like kind of to start, like what do you think your favorite form of art is? Yeah, yeah. When you first approached me uh, with that question, uh, it was a tough one um, because, like, I'm a pretty art-influenced individual. Um, Just, like, art is something that's around every single one of us every day. For Uh, sure. Whether we're aware of it and whether we're conscious of it or not, um, it's something that has influence and that has impact on your life um, and your emotions and uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, But it really came down to two things. and it was stories and music. Stories and music. Okay. And I realized like my favorite type of stories or my favorite type of music is music that includes stories. Um, so it's like those two thoughts clashing at it. But at the end of the day, it's it's for me music for my journey so far um, uh, in yeah. life uh, has been heavily influenced by music. Um, I mean, at a young age, uh, I just I always remember listening to music. Uh, whether that be in the back of my mom's car or my dad's car driving somewhere, you know, like the car radio was on and that's all that I'd have to listen to. Yeah. Um, or it'd be like a grandma's house listening to old music. Uh, music mm. has just been the, the art form. I think that I could like describe and define who I am as a person by like what I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, which it's a good thing. Spotify stats are coming out and they just ended, um, on the 31st. So I'm in like a weird waiting period. Um, because they oh, stopped. for your wrapped? Yeah, my Spotify oh, wrapped. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I would pay, uh, Spotify don't get any ideas on my account or anything, but I would pay like $1,000 a year just for my stats. $1,000 And I'm year? a pro college student. <laughs> that's, okay, that's that's the levels of how important music even, is to me. Even when Recedify exists? It, does, it, it doesn't give me the minutes, you know? Like, that's I'm just true. Curious. I think I'm going to be able to break 110, 115 this year. I've Dang. done it before, but I want to do it again. Sky's the limit, brother. Yeah. Yeah, okay. For sure. And so in that, like, 
talked about you know music and it being really passionate for you like in in the artistry of music overall who would you say is your favorite artist man it's it's tough to uh label it down uh to a single artist um i mean i have a pretty diverse range of like who i like like to listen to who mm -hmm. i think uh writes music uh that helps me deal with my emotions helps me realize like where i'm at um and currently at the moment, uh, they've had a pretty like strong death grip on, on me <laughs> yeah. with like anything and everything they put out. Like I've listened to it multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd say the, the top three I've been listening to um, definitely this year, um, but definitely longer has uh, been uh, King's Kaleidoscope, um, The Backseat Lovers and Hippocampus. Awesome. Um, Hippocampus, I think, even though I just said all that. Hippocampus, I think, will be my definitive number one answer. Mm, hippocampus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fun. Which I think you saw that coming because, like, we, I, like every time I have the chance to bring up music, and I want to establish my dominance of how well versed I am, <laughs> um, you always make fun of me for the weird band names I throw out, and Hippocampus consistently being the ones. Well, you're just so deep in the artistry of indie music. Yeah, I'm just I'm... so misunderstood and like so deep, but like no one gives me the chance. It just blows me away every time when you hit me with these new band names like Car Seat Headrest and Peach Pit. Yeah, that's me. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then, and then you're like, hey, hey, can I put you on some game? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. And then it's just some bloke playing an acoustic with a yeah with a weird mustache. And I'm like, I'm kind of here for this. Stuff. If you uh, if you don't know me, my my number one, I, I'm I'm a I'm a fairly funny guy, but like my my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, my my favorite thing to do is just to absolutely reject people's um, expectations. So like, I I go up countless time with a, uh, yo bro, this is some heat. Like like you want to you want to you want to play this as loud as you possibly can, um, and it is just the most gut wrenching, sad, the, someone pouring their soul out in a song, accompanied by an acoustic guitar, piano, or some strum arrangement. Right. So talking about like gut punching pieces of art like from your favorite artists because you list Oof. multiple and so i guess this should really open up your options like what would you say your favorite piece of art of music is just yeah yeah you can be as broad or as specific as you want i'm gonna start off super broad by answering okay, that go ahead. um my favorite piece of like art in this subsect of music is the art of an album mm, um, okay and i love albums i love being able to relate to albums the stories being told um the emotions being told and the emotions being poured out um mm -hmm. when it is intentionally constructed to be played out in a certain way um now we have that established uh albums that i attribute like most of my like favor to mm -hmm. or most of my like attention to uh landmark by hippocampus um beyond control king's kaleidoscope mm -hmm. and uh gonna go ahead i mean this was an album once it came out got a death hold on me mm. i like to gate gatekeep it for a while but they're getting pretty big now um and that was uh when we were friends by the backseat lovers okay what do you mean when you say gatekeep oh like i just kept it to myself kept you know i was, I was like wow this is really good this is mine so you didn't want <laughs> yeah. the outside yeah. world to to plague your favorite artist yeah 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 no i like that. i wanted to be cool you know <laughs> When I was talking to you about albums, and we've had, you know, numerous conversations about uh, music, um, it's like one of the main things we talk about in our friendship. Um, 
you kind of articulated to me the beauty of albums and like that being something really passionate and about and like why they are dying and i just kind of want you to like if you could just like walk at walk that idea out for me like what do you mean when you say that and what does that mean today yeah um so what i love just about albums um is like about how rare they're getting mm-hmm. i mean like uh you can take taylor swift who just released hers right. she's like really sold her singles throughout mm-hmm. the wild um but like people are going nuts mm-hmm. for this album yep um it's okay it's not that yeah. good right it's very okay but end of the day like she put out an album of like all these tracks and mm-hmm. people probably had leaks of it mm-hmm. um but like that's something that's becoming like a dying art um you just see singles get push um because singles get the views singles get the clicks they get the listens they get the uh, radio spot they get the sounds made for them on tiktok mm-hmm. um yeah. you know um, which is like kind of backwards if you think about it, like throughout music history, mm-hmm. um, like you were gunning for the album slot, you yeah. know, like if you could get an album produced and you could get that out, that's like, all right, I made this and I'm starting to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like getting kind of flipped, like, cause like, which is, which is great. I mean, um, I'm all for it. Um, but I'm also all for like people who can really remain that integrity of an album and not like, like Drake coming mm-hmm. out with a playlist him doing that i thought that was like that was pretty uh pretty intuitive because mm-hmm. it's like he's claiming it as a, it's a playlist like it's it's something new it's not which i, I think it'd be cool if we could start to see that um because I, I i that's also just me being the way that i am and i like albums you know i just i right. like i like it because it's it's where artists are at at a certain point in like their musical career mm-hmm. you know uh and it's where they're at with the band or the art that they're making like it's 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 the theme it's the heartbeat of where they're at at the moment um and it's just their whole collection of that and like when they can capture it like like also a story i think it's really cool um and like when you can get transitions into songs that explain how you got to there i I think it's awesome um an example of like a great story album uh the lumineers they do a great job of that who would have thought i listened to them right um (laughs) but yeah like cleopatra which is arguably number four or five for me for my favorite albums of all time um it's based around a story mm-hmm. um their whole album three actually goes on to actually just be a story that they submitted to the uh toronto international film fest um which is really cool but yeah i don't know if that was dodging your question but it's like we we really just don't see a lot built around albums you know or we're starting to see the decline of albums is that a good thing is that a bad thing i don't know i just i'm I'm a sucker for album i also collect vinyl Um, Mm -hmm. i kind of wanted to throw this at you like what do you think give me your top five favorite musical albums of all time top five uh, yeah i've touched on it Uh, but man number one landmark hippocampus that's your number one that is my favorite your favorite musical album of all time number one for landmark. me for me yeah it is i mean okay the emotional connection i have to the album okay like my ability to go into it uh listen to it whatever my mood may be um and be reminded of like a simpler time be mm-hmm. reminded of like um old relationships current relationships uh be reminded of like who I was when I first heard that album yeah. to who I am now. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a very comforting album for me. Um, All right. So that's one, number so one, number one, number two dose, number two. 
Um, see, like I know, like objectively, these are horrible lists. Um, but this is just my personal. But it's all subjective, so it's it doesn't all matter. Subjective. Oh, objectivity out the matter. window. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, number two. Man, um, number two is tough. I touched. I touched on it uh, when we were friends. When we were friends was that by Backseat Lovers. Backseat Lovers. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a great album for me. Uh, number three. Thrace. Number three. Um, I know I touched on uh, Beyond Control. Um, I'm not gonna put that in my top five. Okay. Actually, I I love it. Too new. Death. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, let's go. That's technically a mixtape, but Coloring Book. Coloring Book by Chance, Chance the, the Rapper. Rapper. Number three project of all time by a musical artist okay yeah. number Bold four take. number four, four i'm going to go with cleopatra by the lumineers okay yep. that's so. another it's another just like landmark um when i first heard it it like it, it it shaped my my taste of music it shaped um i don't want to say my life that seems kind of gimmicky but like yeah, yeah it, it can kinda like yeah yeah it shaped um my preferences in art my preferences in music uh my my soft spot for the story my, mm-hmm. yeah um what am i at four and then five oh this is tough because there's just so many great albums um but at five uh the head and the heart their self-title is is awesome so really touched on music um now, if you feel comfortable about it, it, do you think you can maybe you, know, you talked about double majoring? What was it, marketing and finance? Sales. Sales. So, yeah, I have Sales. an internship in finance. Gotcha. So. Okay. If if you could like just touch on your passion for finance and like, but maybe go deeper than as far as like, just everybody's. You need money to live. It's like, yes, yeah. that's yeah. true. And not to demean those people or devalue that sentiment, but, you know, because that's just true. You live right. in our society. You need money. Right. But, like, what? where is your passion for finance and your real drive for that? Yeah. Um, so I – yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's weird saying a passion for finance but i yeah i, I think it's i think it's a really interesting concept mm-hmm. um i think money is best way to put it i think dave ramsey said this and i'm not a big dave ramsey guy okay um money is an a moral object okay. it's not good it's not bad money can definitely corrupt um which is scary and i think that's why it like scares a lot of people which is rightfully so like that is a huge corruption because with it it can bring power but also what i think is that money can be used for good mm-hmm. um and just like hearing a lot of like like i one of my biggest fears going into finance yeah was that like i'd become like one of those people who it's like all for me all for myself and like right. this is young naive ben at the moment in history um but i got my first uh internship at a place called valmark financial group um, here in Akron, Ohio. Um, and they, that is a company that exemplifies that there are good people out there with money. Like there are good businesses out there. Those are, there are big, uh, financial service industries or, uh, like a financial company that's like looking out there to use their money and use, um, like blessing to like help all over the world. Um, mm-hmm. so that's, that's really where I see like money. Um, and like my, like, I hate money. Let me rephrase that. But I love the change that can come with it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I I have a soft spot for Akron. Um, mm. So, it's like, I go Akron. 
goes up. Goes first, up place, first place in the world is Akron, what, Ohio. What, what was our friend Matt say? Greatest city in the greatest state, state of the, of the union? union? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I just I, – I think money is interesting because it can it can make so much change. Um, I like the positive change. I don't like the negative change. Hot take. Um, hot take. Hot, blistering hot take, this guy. <laughs> I say a lot of sarcasm, too. <laughs> I'm big on it though. Um, huge sarcasm. Huge, guy. I'm a huge fan of it. But yeah, no, I, I think I think the change that can happen around money is really cool, and I think like being able to actually like, understand it, which I know nothing of. Um, still super young at that point, and super naive if you can't tell. Um, but no, I believe money can be used for good. Um, yeah, I just I think it'd be cool like if uh, if I could see that firsthand. Yeah, I think that's really awesome, and I think you really hit the nail on the head when you were like, people are scared of money. And, you know, I would definitely call myself one of those people almost to the point where like, I don't want it, Mm. but I want the things that it gives me, you know, um, all the great teachings I've heard on money are that it is, you know, it is a tool. It is a resource. And I think that is a really good point that it is an immoral object. It has, it possesses lots of power. It can do lots of power for good, lots of power of bad. Um, uh, but I just think it's really cool that you have that passion of trying to figure out, figure it out, and how do how do we utilize this to better our society? But rather, it's something that not we don't need to be scared of, but something that we can use to our advantage to help advance and further our society for good. And mm. I think it's a really good way of looking at it. And I appreciate your insight on that. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I love you. Um, Thanks for being here and discussing about you. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Yeah, appreciate you for having me. Go Zips. Go Zips.